to the uh, second edition of the Prodigy and Outrage podcast. This is the um, football uh, edition, and um, this is the first edition of the football podcast. They'll be going on iTunes. Uh, we've managed to get that sorted now, so from now on, all of the podcasts will be up on iTunes. And uh, alongside me is Alan Outraged. What's up, everybody? It's Alan Outraged. Early morning in America. Um, so we're going to get right into it. It's it's been a a great couple. Uh, I think it's been a week and a half, two weeks now of the uh, Euros, and we've got a break today from the games. So we're going to go right into it, um, looking at the group stages. Uh, what's going on so far in the group stages? Um, Obviously, the group stages are over now. They ended last night, and then we're into the quarterfinals tomorrow. Um, so, I think Alan's got the uh, list of groups. We're going to go through them. Uh, we're not going to focus on, like, uh, we're not going to focus on all of them too much. We're just going to go quick, go through the results, and then head into a quarterfinal uh, preview uh, and a quick look at the semi-finals and semi-finals, uh, sorry, the semi-finals and finals, uh, what we think they're going to be, what matchups they'll be, and yeah. Uh, so the first group was Group A, which people, well, everyone was actually pessimistic about, uh, and now I'm blamed that one bit. Turned out to be a pretty exciting group, I would say. You know the group was bizarre when the winner of the group, the Czech Republic, they had a goal differential of minus one, which is pretty awkward and weird. But I overall enjoyed this group uh, for what it's worth. I'm kind of annoyed that Russia is out because they were actually pretty exciting. And obviously the Greeks don't really, you know, in terms of excitement, don't give much. But I thought that Greece-Russia game, the ref missed an obvious call so I thought the Greeks got their justice and their third. Yeah, um, yeah I agree. Um... I mean, it's, I'm quite shocked with the results uh, in this group. I mean, I think everyone expected uh, Russia to go through, and I, I had Poland down to go through as well, uh, which neither of them happened. I mean, the Czech, Czech Republic are a good side, but I didn't, I didn't think they had what they had like a few years, a few years back. But obviously, they surprised me. Um, Greece is obviously the real surprise in the group. I mean, one one nil against Russia. Um, it should have been more. Obviously, the uh, referee made a bad call. But um, I don't know. I think Greece going through. I mean, they, they did get a draw with Poland, and they got um, obviously the one nil against Russia. Um, it's a shock, 
but these things happen in football. That's um, something I like. Uh, the group threw up a lot of surprises, which I didn't expect. It was more entertaining than I expected. I think me and Alan both said in the first podcast that it's like the most boring group we've seen in the tournament mm-hmm. for a while. And um, that obviously didn't happen. It, it was... Um, it was a good, exciting group, and it brought one of the goals of the tournament, I think, so far. Um, uh, we'll get into it after, but yeah. it's definitely up there. We'll get into it after. I just want to say that my original predictions were Russia, Greece, so I had the Greece part right. I just thought yeah. the, the, that defensive wall they put up is so valuable. Yeah. I know people look at it as a cheap tactic, but hey, it's successful. And that Greek wall held its own against one of the more prolific offenses in Russia this tournament. So, congrats to Greece, even though it's not going to last very long. And uh, quickly, I haven't mentioned Poland. Uh, they put up a good fight in Poland. They weren't. They were a good host. You know, just things didn't go. Yeah, around. yeah, I agree. Um, well, yeah, Czech Republic and Greece advance uh, from that group, and in uh, Group B. We had, you know, we had the group of death, which was all sorts of excitement. We had Germany, Portugal, uh, Denmark, and Holland, and pretty well, wild group, wow. I would say, you know, especially with the fall of Holland. Uh, that, I, I just didn't expect that at all, you know. I think you had um, Holland down as one of the uh, favourites to go through um, alongside Germany. I, I mean, I thought... Portugal were going to put up a fight, but um, Holland were going to be too strong for them. Um, but I was pretty wrong about that. Yeah, and oh, most people were, even though maybe some people considered Portugal. But based on Holland, just watching their games, uh, they just showed, like, whenever things weren't going right, they showed, like, poor body languages. Yeah. I don't think they had great chemistry. I think Robin, like, is just in his own world. Uh, Van Persie was struggling, Huntelaar. Other, other than Schneider and maybe Van de Vaart, no one really showed up to this tournament for Holland. They really struggled throughout the tournament. Uh, yeah, it, it can happen, though. I mean, we've seen other teams uh, drop out of tournaments after being um, the favourites. Um, and, obviously, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen again. But... Um, I don't know. It's just. Um, I think it's just a shock. Yeah, I think Holland. You know, they everyone knows they have average defense, but usually their offense. You know, they it hides yeah. away the defense. You know, issues. And this tournament, you know, where they have two goals and it didn't work out, so they got exposed. Yeah, I, agree. I don't know where they're gonna go for. They got so much talent, but they got they got to be devastated losing all three games. Uh, and I think that that game with Portugal, um, they just they just didn't look they just didn't look happy at all. They they looked um, below par. I mean, and they were winning though. They're like they were yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yet they still they? didn't show good language, body language. Yeah. I just thought very 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 odd, very odd. Uh, and then, on, on the other hand, though, you got. Um, you got very convincing uh, performances from Germany. I mean, they top the top the group uh, with nine points, 
I believe they were the only team in all of the groups to win every single game. Um, Gomez, I think he's like the joint leading scorer. There's a few on three, mm-hmm. but he's, he seems to be um, finding his uh, scoring uh, scoring boots, and they they do look a threat. I mean, Ozil's been good as well. Um, he's he's shone. And it's a really impressive performance from Germany in that respect. Yeah, to go, you know, to go on, win all three games in the group of deaths, very impressive. You know, you thought maybe they would slip up one game, but this is a consistent team. Another guy I want to point out, uh, Schweizer has been, you know, he's been top notch. He has two assists, you know, he hasn't scored anything, but yeah. the way he controls the midfield, he, I thought that game at Holland, he was just like, uh, out of this world, he was really controlling it. He didn't let Schneider or Robin really do much. And obviously, um, bottom of the group, well, sorry, not bottom, second from bottom is um, Denmark. Um, I don't know, they got three points, but you got they got um, feel sorry for them. I mean, um, they put they put up a good fight. Um, they didn't they didn't get embarrassed in the tournament much. Uh, they were quite unlucky against Portugal. You know, it took a, a last-minute goal for uh, Portugal to uh, get the win, and obviously the uh, the result against Netherlands a one-nil will give them confidence. And um, I know it's early to say, but they could be um, a team on the up, a team that uh, shows some promise, uh, either in the next World Cup or the next Euro tournament. Yeah. So. They got talent. It's just yeah. you know, they're they're a very low scoring team. If they're if they're gonna allow a goal or two, they're gonna be in trouble. Obviously, they came yeah. back against Portugal, but you know they're physical, and I knew I knew they weren't gonna like you know get embarrassed like you know most people would say. You know they put up a good fight, but at the end of the day, I think this you know this group has too much star power, and Denmark just simply didn't have enough. Yeah, um, yeah. But- Portugal that came in second and. Ah, what do you think about Portugal? I'm a little questionable about that. Yeah, I know you're not the biggest fan of Portugal, but uh, they have got they have got some talent. I mean, uh, I haven't mentioned this yet, but um, Ronaldo um, stepped up against uh, Holland. I mean, a lot of people said he was going to uh, choke once again, but he, uh, I guess, he silenced the critics with. Uh, I'd say they were good goals. I mean, the easy finishes. Uh, someone of his uh, class has got to be finishing them, but they, they, they were um, they were well worked, and that's just da- that's just the danger of Portugal. I mean, they're good on the uh, the counter attack, and I think they're going to be uh, I think they're going to be tough to beat in the uh, quarterfinals, which we'll touch on more after. Yeah. I think with you know, yeah, you know, without that, Ronaldo stepped up against that Holland game. He was easily man of the match. He was aggressive yeah. both game, taking shots. They were obviously scored twice. He was impressive. It's just uh, with Portugal, it's like you know, can they score enough and can they complete their chances? Because they got some holes. Stig is not that good. I wouldn't say. And the defense, I like the defense. I think Pepe and Bernal's a nice duo, but. Yeah. They've shown against Denmark that they struggle against crosses. I think all yeah. three of their goals they've allowed is from crosses. All 
they've led four. Vandevoort scored one nice shot, but you know they got they got worrying about the long balls, especially with the team like Czech that we'll talk about. You know, Czech probably they'll probably do some long balls. So that's going to Group C. Uh, well, I'll explain this one if you like. Um, uh, top of the group, uh, probably unsurprisingly, is uh, Spain. They got seven points, and I have to say it was extremely lucky. Um, it took um, it was it was uh, the last ten minutes. They uh, scored a goal against um, Croatia uh, to send them through. And if Croatia had scored in that game, they came close. Uh, Croatia would have gone through. Um, I'd I'd say. Um, um, but for the part, they looked quite promising. I mean, the four 0 win against um, um, the four 0 win against Ireland uh, was good. Uh, they got a good result against Italy. I mean, Italy are tough. Uh, one one. Uh, what are your thoughts, Alan? I think overall, I just think the group kind of it was good. I, I really enjoyed this group. Very exciting. I just think the top teams on reform. I don't. I don't think it. I kind of expected Italy not to be that greatest tournament. I think they're a little better than people rate them. I still don't think Italy's that great, but obviously they're good enough. Uh, Spain, I think, a little disappointing. I would say. I know the striker situation's tough, but you know, no one expected and. You know, coming from a fan like myself and, you know, people that actually follow the qualifiers, you expect Croatia to play this well. Uh, I know I was a little down on them, but this is a really, really strong performance by Croatia. Yeah, it was. I'll admit that. Um, I think it was uh, unlucky for them not to go through. I mean, obviously scheduling is um, a bit tough. I mean, it might have been different had you played Spain in the first game, but... In situations like this, it's it's pretty tough when you've got to uh, draw the last game by at least one one or 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 win it. So it's got it's got to be tough. Mm-hmm. But I think I think Croatia put up a good fight. I mean, you've got some uh, top strikers, Mandzukic and Jelovic. Uh, I think they're going to be a force if. Um, Jelovic is going to be a force in the Premier League next season once again. Um, I don't know where Mandzukic is going to go. Nope, Maybe he can shed some light on that. Yeah. Uh, well, rumors he's going to be a might be a free agent with Wolfsburg, so maybe we'll get a chance. He was definitely one of the breakup performers of the Europe Cup. You know, nobody could really debate that. And from past experiences, you've seen guys of big tournaments get. A nice contract somewhere. So, like I said, yeah. you know, when you look at the rumor mill during the summer, I'm expecting his name to pop up a lot. So, just be on the lookout for that. But overall, like I said, you know, I'm Croatian. I'm pretty bitter about it. But, yeah. you know, it's better than not to lay down, you know, especially first half. I thought Spain looked pretty dangerous. They were controlling a lot of the first half. I thought Spain could run away with this game. But, mm. you know, Croatia gave it all in their end. But, um, you know, it's funny, I was actually rooting for a draw against Italy and Spain, and people like And now I'm looking back on it, I'm just like, oh, that wasn't really a good idea, you know. Yeah. Because, because, you know, Italy obviously went through, but like I said, I really enjoyed this group. A lot of tough games, you know. If you look at the games not with Ireland, if Ireland's not involved, yeah, yeah. most of the games were really exciting, you know. Italy, Spain, I was really enjoying that game. I was. 
Uh, I didn't really agree with them playing with no strikers, and you know that's what made it. Yeah, I didn't get that. It was pretty confusing. I'm not sure what Spain's going to do. I think they got Torres needs to be more consistent. You know. Yeah, well, because well, uh, I didn't, I didn't watch the game, uh, the Croatia game. Uh, I was watching uh, Italy against Ireland instead. Um, did Torres actually start against Croatia? Or? Yeah, he did. He he was he was decent, but I just think Croatia's defense was really stepping up so much. It was doing awesome. Um, the back four was just like they were just winning every ball, which is shocking, and. Um, it was weird. It was just like, I can't believe our eyes because Croatia's defense is not so fragile. And yet, yeah. uh, Spain, like, they were trying these through balls with Iniesta and Xavi, and nothing was going for them. So it, it was a pretty weird first half. But um, I just want to get on this topic. Uh, I'm not going to get in, really involved with it. You know, there's just been a lot of questioning. For people that watch the Croatia Spain game, refereeing was a little shoddy. Uh, Sergio Ramos got away with a pretty clear. Uh, card. Uh, it should have been a free kick, but it went for a corner. It was really close to the penalty box. Uh, it was some shoddy play, I don't play clone, like refereeing, but I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna dwell on it. You know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You move on. So, Spain and Italy go through. You know, well deserved. Both teams are, you know, very top quality, but I'm very proud of Croatia and Ireland. I'm not wasting my breath. They're <laughs> they're pathetic. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry for all good. Irish losers, but you're lucky your team got it. You know that's a pitiful performance. Minus eight goal differential. Really, get out of here. Um. Well. Uh, now it's time for your group. Next you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. You go. You know. Uh, England, France, Ukraine, Sweden. Uh, not to annoy anyone, but I thought this group was a little disappointing in terms of uh, match quality, in terms of excitement. Still, you know, a very fun, scrappy group, but uh, could have been better. But uh, I know yeah. you're happy. Yeah, of, of course I'm happy, but I'll have to agree that the group was quite the, the group was quite boring. I mean, apart from Sweden, England, and the. Uh, the uh, thunderstorm that called off uh, France, Ukraine, for about an hour. There was not, 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 no, no real electricity in the group. Um, it, it was kind of dry. Um, I expected more, more excitement from France, and we didn't really get it. Um, I expected um, Sweden to step up a bit more against Ukraine. And that turned out to be a Ukraine win. Um, England versus France. That was quite boring after the initial uh, two goals that we got in the game. Um, obviously with England parking the bus, so to speak. No real excitement. And fucking disappointing uh, that there was no goals from Benzema as well. It was kind of dry. Definitely. Um, yeah, France, definitely a little disappointing. You know, you, I think you expect a lot more out of France. Obviously, they get through, and you know, they should be a little happy. Obviously, happy about that. But uh, based on games I've seen, I've been impressed with Benzema's pace. I just think he's been unlucky. And yeah. I don't think, despite looking at it, I don't think France has enough right now. Like, in terms of, like, I think their midfield's a little too young. You've seen guys like Menez and Ben Arfa starting. 
uh, these guys haven't really had a much big, you know, big game experience or big tour. Yeah, so, uh, I think I overrated France a little bit. Uh, they're still a threat, obviously, you know, when you have, because Ribery's been on top of his game and uh, Nasri's been okay. He hasn't been that great, but I'm not ruling out France yet, but I think French, you know, their fans should be a little disappointed. Yeah, I, I do. I do find it kind of shocking that um, the the French didn't put up a, more of a fight against Sweden. It, it, it seemed to me like they uh, they just gave up because they knew that England were likely to get a result. Um, and it, um, well, it wouldn't have mattered either way. I don't think, but they were, they knew that they were. I think they were safe going into the match so they kind of just gave up and didn't really turn up the gas or anything um, they had a few chances I saw highlights but it, it yeah. just didn't play that sense of urgency you know I know like any game you've, you've got to play to be top of the group I mean I don't know whether they were thinking that um, Italy uh, I mean playing Spain over Italy would be an easier game so they went for, they didn't really try, but in a, in that situation, you've got to um, you got to play for the win. You got to try and top the group because um, no no offense no offense to Italy or the fans, but I don't think they're as much as a threat as um, Spain are. Yeah, obviously. And I think England have got um, got better off there. Um, but saying that, looking looking at England's performances, I don't know. I don't. I, don't, I haven't been. I haven't been really impressed um, with it. To be fair, I mean you've had. I think defensively we've been good, um, apart from the few lapses against Sweden. Um, we were good defensively against. Um, Against Ukraine, and we we were good defensively against France, um, but uh, attacking wise, um, apart from a few players, I mean, Gerard's been Gerard's been a standout performer for me, and um, Walcott, um, the playing time that he had, um, and obviously you can't fault any of the strikers because all three of our strikers that have played have scored, but I don't see any flair in the midfield. I mean, Ashley Young has been nowhere to nowhere to be seen. He's been um, giving away the ball. He hasn't set that much chances apart from the one I think Rooney had um, last night against Ukraine. Um, Milner's been well. Milner's been shit. Uh, that's all I can put it out. He hasn't been very good. Uh, Scott Parker's been all right, um, but I haven't seen anything really exciting from him yet. And I, I just don't know whether. I don't think we've been that impressive. Yeah, well, like you said, you know, England didn't have much expectations going through, so I think people are going to be happy with the scrappy wins. Yeah, of course. Uh, we'll see, but um, I'll give. Quick props to Ukraine. I really thought Ukraine was going to be the pushovers of the group, and they fought pretty hard. So, and I'm very sad to say that uh, Andreva Shevchenko has retired, which you yeah, know, that's, that's a that's a great score that you know the world is losing. So, 
big shout to Shevchenko and Ukraine. Ukraine, they put on some good performances, but, you know, not enough. Yeah, I agree. And also, before we get through this group, I think we have to mention this. Obviously, you know, there's controversy during the England-Ukraine with the whole goal line thing. And I've been reading a lot of things saying, you know, FIFA is now really going to get goal line technology, that they're really going to go through with this. And they should. But, um, look, if any team was going to catch a break, it was England, you know. That World Cup yeah. 2010 thing was... You know, it was a robbery. You know, England scores that. It's 2-2 against Germany. You know, yes, I know 4-1 was the result, but they they get that goal, it's 2-2. So, if any, if it, any team could benefit, it was England. So, I'm not too upset with the whole incident. Obviously, I would like it to be clean, but things happen. And, you know, props to John Terry. I think, honestly, John Terry's been a standout. You know, we may not like the guy off the pitch, but on the pitch, yeah, the, guy's a, the guy's a warrior, so... I, I just think, I find it funny how, um, I think um, today, um, Sepp Blatter has come and said that um, England, um, that the, the um, goal line technology is a must. I mean, how come he didn't say that two years ago when the same happened to England? I mean, it's kind of annoying that it's took until a decision uh, has gone England's way where a ball's crossed the line and the referee said it hasn't, uh, or the assistant. Yeah, I'll get that. And, uh, and, but when, when it happened, like, when it happened to England, it, did, it didn't matter. And he's, like, totally backtracked on what he's been saying before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tough to judge, you know. I just, you know, FIFA is there. They're very on and off with how their rules go. And, um... Let's just hope it happens, you know, just for the sake of the game. It's just, I think now that we've seen more of the incident, like maybe the first time was just lucky, whatever, like, oh, wow, this actually happened. But now, as I see it clearly happened the second time in a major tournament, that looks really bad. So I think they're going to do all they can to clear it up. Yeah. Um, it's the quarterfinals. Yeah, the quarterfinals. I think uh, the first quarter-final, um, Czech Republic against um, Portugal. Um, interesting. Yeah, definitely interesting. <laughs> I guess because I haven't seen a lot of the Czechs. When the Czechs play, I'm either working or there's something going on. Yeah, yeah I actually have yet to see the Czechs fully play a game. Because I don't think I have either. So I've seen highlights, obviously. You know, I've seen a few good performers. Yeah. But... Um, it's not actually a rematch of 2008. Portugal, Czech Republic did war in the group stage together, and Portugal won 3-1. I think Deco had two goals that game, so that's pretty funny. But um, it's a rematch, and I I think we all expect Portugal to kind of go through. You know, Czech Republic really benefited from that weak group. And uh, they haven't really played great competition. You know, we've seen Russia beat them 4-1, and Portugal might do the same. Yeah, um, I have to agree. Um it's just tough because, um, like I said before, Czech Republic, they are a decent side. They're not like the most amazing side, but I, I don't, I expect them to put up a fight. Um, I mean, they've got, um, yeah, they've got, Rosic, they've got performance. Yeah. Um, they've got Rosic, Rosic, or how it's pronounced, aren't they? Um, 
I wouldn't say Barosh is much of a threat anymore. Um, I guess guy named Peter Jarek. Yeah, he has two goals so far. He scored a big goal against Poland. Um, yeah, he's up there. Uh, I guess I haven't seen a lot of Czech Republic to really make like, a true subject, but they, they compete. I'll say they compete. What's funny with Barosh is I'm looking at stats right now. Barosh actually leads the Euro Cup in fouls, which is pretty weird. This is probably the uh, typical uh, strikers tackles and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, but um, yeah, Portugal. I think we all expect them to go through. Uh, yeah. I think they got a lot of star quality, and it, it would be shocking to see them totally lose that, especially after being you know they beat Holland. I know people are a little down at home, but you know Holland still has some stars, so yeah. and. I really thought Portugal got after Holland. They were creating chance after chance against Holland. So I think that could be the case against Czech Republic. And Peter Czech better be ready. Yeah. Um, I'd say uh, Ronaldo will snatch a few in this game. Uh, I don't know. Nanny might score, uh, even though I hate him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and next one is Germany. I got Portugal, by the way. I think it's clear. Yeah, yeah score, Portugal. But I'm going to go with Portugal. Uh, Germany, Greece, no one. Uh, I think this is pretty easy. This is, yeah. you know, yeah. and I know people are saying, oh, Greece, you know, put the defensive wall up, but this is Germany we're talking about. This is a team that, you know, they can just find a good quality. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be a blow up just because of the green no, tactics, but I can't see how Greece does anything in this game. No, I, I think um, Germany will break, break the Greece defense. Defense down. I mean, uh, you got Ozil, you got Schweinsteiger, uh, Gomez is um, on uh, scoring form, uh, and even then, if they do, if Greece manage to get get some attacks uh, in, Germany have got argue, arguably one of the uh, best um, best keepers there is. So. In the tournament, so yeah, I think they and Greece is gonna lose Karagunas. Karagunas they get suspended yeah, off oh, that yeah. call, which is pretty lame. But Karagunas plays a huge role in that team. He's a he's a central midfielder. He's the captain. He makes a lot of tackles, and you know he scored that goal against Russia, and this just hurts Greece even more. It's gonna be a rough game to watch. Uh, I I probably will tune in, but I'm not expecting yeah. a lot. Now let's get to, now let's get to the good games. You know we got the last two good ones. Yeah. Um. First we've got um Spain against France. Um. All, all I'm gonna say is it, this is gonna be an exciting game. Um. I I I don't have a, I don't have a definite pick for a winner because I think it could go either way. Um. Depending on um. Whether France France show up uh, or not, I mean, if, if France show up, I think France will get the victory. But if if the um, if they if they, if they play like they did against Sweden, uh, I think Spain would easily go through. But uh, this is where I, I'm just torn on this game. If there's any game that could go to a penalty shootout, this will be the one, I think. I think this game could be determined by penalties, just how even it is. And yeah. I think that would favor Spain, but 
France has quality. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm really questionable. I'm going to go with Spain with this one, but I think France could easily, not easily, but you know, they definitely have a good chance this game, especially if um, Spain starts trying to do through balls every five minutes that don't work, you know. Spain has to yeah. fix up the tactics a little bit, you know. they got to take more long shots because teams are starting to realize that this team just threw balls at, you know, short passes. They're trying to Barcelona it, and teams are catching on to it. We saw it with Croatia. Yeah, um, I, I, like I said, I don't have a, a definite pick for the game. Um, but if I had to choose, I'm going to edge it to France. I'm just going to put it out there and go for France. I guess I'm not confident about the one, but I, I did, I, it's just tough to see if France is, you know, they're really young and, you know, Spain does yeah. have the, they have the best midfield in the world, you know, can't deny that. So, that game's going to be fun. I'm really excited for that game. But I think that could go to penalties and, you know, that'd be pretty weird. Yeah. And last one is going to be your favorite. Um, that's it. Um, England against Italy um, this Sunday. Um, uh, I honestly don't know uh, <laughs> what the outcome of this is going to be. Um, yeah, obviously, I'm, I'm hoping for a win, but whether that will happen or not is a different matter. Um, I think um, the the thing is is both both sides in the tournament they've been really defensive, and obviously Italy Italians are known for being a defensive side. England not so much, but I think it could it, it has got the recipe to be a boring game if both teams decide to defend. True. Um, so one team, I don't know which team, one team's got to take the incentive and go, go attacking. Um, I, I, I know Italy have got a good defence, but um, I think England could break it. I don't think England should be um, as as defensive against the were as they were against Ukraine and France. I think we've got to try and be more adventurous <laughs> because. Um, like teams like Italy can break you down. I mean, you got Balotelli, Perlo, um, Di Natale. Casano. Um, yeah. I think the buzz about this game is not for like the actual quality. I just think these fan bases are so huge that yeah. you feel a lot of buzz with this game. So, um, yeah, you make a very good point. I think this could be a boring game, ironically. You know, I know there's a lot of stars on the pitch, but that doesn't mean that this game's going to be amazing or anything. Um, this game could get a little defensive, and you won't see a lot of chances. What I'm interested in seeing is how, you know, you got Buffon and Joe Hart, and I think Joe Hart's performed pretty well in this Euro Cup. So. Yeah, I agree. And him against Buffon, I'm interested to see how many big saves each of them are going to have to make. Uh, if I had to pick someone right now, oh, this is hard. Um... I'm honestly going to be leaning towards Italy right now. I'm not my official pick. I do not. I guess I got to put more thought into it. But yeah. I just think England hasn't really shown a lot right now, and uh, Italy has some weapons, and they're young. They're young. I think both teams are young actually, but this is a huge toss-up. And the one thing, like everyone knows, you know, we're going up to penalties right now. England and penalties don't really work well. Yeah. So. England will have to win this. You know, it could be extra time, but I think obviously England's got to avoid penalties. Well, uh, 
obviously, I, I, I'm not going to predict. I'm going to leave it because I'm going to make myself sound stupid either way. Yeah. Obviously, it's, it's the team I'm, team I'm, team I'm supporting. I'm not going to make any stupid predictions. I'll, I'll just hope, hope England win. No predictions made. We're going to try and do a podcast before the semi-finals. Yeah. Um, hold on, give me a second, Chuck. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Um, so, um, I'll just go through. Uh, we're starting on the uh, semi-finals. Um, obviously, um, what the semi-finals would be. Um, whilst uh, Alan's, Alan's back now. Um, <laughs> The semi-final two is the winner of the um, well. Sorry, no, no. Let's go for the semi-final one. Is the winner of the quarter-final one against the uh, winner of the quarter-final three. So that's the winner of uh, the Czech Republic and uh, Portugal uh, versus the winner of Spain against France. Um, well, what do you think that's going to be, Alan? Uh, what do you see that? Uh, I, I would like to try to do a show before uh, the semis, but if I had a pick right now, I think it's Portugal against Spain and Germany, yeah. Italy right now. But that could change, you know. In the, uh, I, I am just for the record now that Chris is out. I am going to Germany and England are on my teams, you know. I am pulling yeah. for them, so ah, uh, I got. I'm gonna look into it honestly. Now, we're going to wrap it up soon, but uh, I just want to get into a few more quick things. And first off, uh, best goals of tournament that come off your head. I got a few. Uh, um, got any of your favorite goals so far the tournament? Uh, In terms of quality, not excitement. Like In quality. Um, well, you've got um, Ibrahimovic's uh, last night against, um, against France. Uh, for me, it was a great one. Uh, a great volley, like he spun himself around and cracked it in. Um, Balotelli, the previous night against um, Ireland, um, it kind of looked effortless. I mean, uh, John O'Shea was grabbing on his shirt and he still managed to produce a good uh, overhead kick. Um, and then the pre the previous night after that, you had um, Van der Vaart's goal against Portugal. I think that was a brilliant goal. Uh, curled into the corner uh, from outside the box. Can't a good goal. Um, if I got a few more, I'll say, uh, Dan obviously, yeah, I think Danny Wahlbeck's against Sweden's going to be up there. That back heel was amazing. Yep. Uh, and if I have to think of one more, uh, I think Blaskolowski's goal against Poland, that left foot blast. That definitely would make it up there. So I think those are the five I'm thinking of right now. It's five yeah, good ones. I like Pirlo's free kick against Croatia was great. Yeah, it was good. That, I think that's a good argument. But uh, the school has lacked. I think the tournament has lacked a little bit in terms of quality goals. We've gotten goals. There's been zero. There's been none. Zero zero games. So yeah. uh, we could use a little more quality goals. But overall, good. Yeah. And one other thing I just want to bring up is. It's been a few of like the best games, quality game wise. Best game. It's been a little tough, but I think two stick out. Tough. Um, I'm gonna think. Cause I, obviously I've missed it. I missed quite a few games due to uh, other commitments. Cool. Um, I liked. Oh, hey, what were your team in Sweden? 
Yeah, I like that one. That one's got to be up there, 3-2, you know. Yeah, this, uh, England 3-2 against Sweden was good. Um, uh, what do you think? What, what do you think? Because I'm, I'm struggling to find him. Uh, Portugal-Denmark, I think, is number one. That game was just so back yeah. and forth. Oh, yeah, yeah, that game. I watched that. I, I can't say I remember I forgot that, but that was a good game. It was uh, I think it's the best intense. Part. And uh, Freddie Adu's brother scoring at the end. <laughs> he looks exactly like The funny thing about that is his name is Sylvester Valera. He missed the a potential game tire against Germany. So it was funny to see him yeah. score against. So good for him. Uh, fewer games stand out. I like the Germany Holland one. 2 1 finish for Germany. A lot of good play for both teams. Holland yeah. actually looked decent the last second half. So. Uh, we have missed. I expect better games coming in the knockout stage. Yes, I've, I've enjoyed a lot of games, but uh, I think it's been lacking a little bit. But I still enjoy. I think this has been a great tournament. I agree. So, you know, uh, I've been happy with the Euro Cup, regardless of my team. Yeah, it's been great so far. I think. I think that's it for now. What would you say? Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, we're gonna wrap it up. Um, for those of you who uh, listen to our wrestling podcast, um, I think we're going to wait uh, another week or do it at the weekend, possibly. Um, we've just got the Euro 2012 one done now because there's a break in the games. Um, thought it would be a good time to do it. Um, but stay tuned. Um, uh, the iTunes page, I don't actually know if the iTunes page has updated the... Uh, proper images yet but that should be done soon um so i think if you go on itunes to search to find any of our podcasts just type in the uh in the search thing on the itunes store just type in prodigy outraged and you'll be able to find them all there um to download um there's one up there already i think that's a wrestling one the first wrestling one we did um that's about it um, if, if you want you can follow me on Twitter it's at Prodigy ENG um, and you can email me it's joecraven92 at gmail.com uh, and to get in touch with Alan uh, Alan Outraged on Twitter although right now I don't know if I'm going to be changing my name uh, it could happen soon uh, we'll see about that I'll get into that next time but uh, right now it's Alan Outraged obviously I got my blog going up there. If you go in the info box, if you go on my Twitter account, it's, it's there. Uh, I'm covering the whole Euro Cup. I'm actually going to post something in a few hours, you know, breaking down all the games and, you know, all that stuff. Kind of like what I just did now, just in content. And my email is uh, asterk19 at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, I've been very happy with the tournament. Hopefully, we got a few more, you know, crazy games. So... All right. All right. So I'm gonna call it. Oh, thanks for listening. All right. So thank you very much. And we're gonna to try to be back by, uh, I guess Monday or Tuesday. Uh, thank you. All right. Thanks. Bye.